0: Welcome again to the Talking Michigan Transportation podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Cranston. In the wake of some troubling incidents on the Mackinac Bridge, involving people climbing a tower or otherwise trying to access the bridge to take photos, and another involving a bomb threat that closed the bridge on a busy weekend and disrupted travel for many hours, the Michigan House of Representatives passed a bill 99 to six earlier this year, classifying the Mackinac Bridge and several other vital structures in the state as key facilities. Designation means trespassing on these structures is a felony offense. This week, the Mackinac Bridge Authority took the rare step of weighing in on pending legislation. They adopted a resolution in support of House Bill 5315. First, I'll be speaking with Representative John DeMuse about why he sponsored this legislation and felt it was so important. Later, I'll speak with Mackinac Bridge Authority Chairman Patrick Shorty-Gleason about why he felt it was so important to adopt the resolution in support. He will also talk about a separate motion adopted by the authority in opposition to another piece of bridge-related legislation. Here today, as promised, with Representative John DeMoose, who is from Harbor Springs and represents the tip of the mitt and a little bit of the upper peninsula. Is that right, Representative?
1: That's right. And thanks for having me on. It's the uh uh two counties below the bridge and two counties above the bridge. And of course the bridge itself is in my district, which is something I'm just so proud of.
0: And that's why we're talking today. You obviously have constituents that depend on that bridge. Um but yes. obviously it goes beyond your district, all of us uh care about that bridge, uh, we, we are so proud of it in Michigan that we stamp we it sure on our license right. plates. So
1: Absolutely. It, it, the bridge is Michigan. It's uh, our iconic feature. It's everybody yes. loves it.
0: Yes. So let's talk a little bit about House Bill 5315, which you sponsored, uh, passed yeah. overwhelmingly 97 to 6 in, in, in the House, the chamber that you're in now, uh, several months ago, really. And it's right. um, it's passed out of Senate committee, but it's kind of held up, hasn't made its way to the floor. And just today, we're recording on Thursday, July 21st, just today, the Mackinac Bridge Authority adopted a resolution, uh, you know, again, endorsing it and urging the the Senate to move on it. So can you talk first about why you felt like it was important to, to do these key facilities structures and designate the Mackinac and some other bridges and tunnels as, as part of that?
1: Sure, I I absolutely can. Well, let me start by saying, you know, this came out of a couple of incidents that happened last summer. One was uh, a guy was seen crawling underneath the bridge with a black backpack on him. and It shut down, set off all the security protocols. And you have to take those things seriously. You don't have any idea whether um, whether that is a real threat. Or whether you know it's just a, a thrill seeker, you can't do that. And then a, a couple of weeks later, we had a bomb scare on the bridge. And in the investigation of that, what came out was that the Mackinac Bridge, if you can imagine, was not listed in our list, our state's official list of key infrastructure. And I cannot imagine anything more critical to our state than the Mackinac Bridge because if something happened to it, we'd literally be broken in two as a state for years. And so we we did this bill. To um, strengthen, um, make it a felony to trespass on the bridge, we did it the right way, where we um, I introduced a, a bill initially that was just beautiful. It was three words, adding the Mackinac Bridge to the current statute, which I love because of its simplicity. But as we got into it, we recognized that there were other key facilities that needed to be listed, too. Certainly the International Bridge up in our neck of the woods and the Ambassador Bridge, those should certainly be part of that. Then we also um, realized that we did, we did it right. It was not as simple as just sort of adding it to the list. There were some concerns with the local tribes and some rituals they do that, that this could have affected. So we worked with the tribes. We worked deeply with you guys at MDOT. And everybody came along and made this just really good, common sense piece of legislation. And it's passed out of the House, finally got taken up in the Senate, and now it's just sort of sitting there. We need this to pass now.
0: Well, so First, let me run down for, for anybody that's not paying attention to this issue. The key facilities that would be included are any movable bridges in the state, the Zawaki Bridge, the Rouge River Bridge, the MacArthur Bridge, all the international crossings, which include the Ambassador Bridge, the Blue Water Bridge, the Detroit Windsor Tunnel, the Gordie Howe International Bridge, which is being built, the International Bridge in, in the Sioux, and then, of course, the Mackinac Bridge. Um, So that's a lot. And given the thrill seekers and what we found out about people, whether they're taking photos, uh, like you said, or just trying to to see what they can get away with, uh, anything to deter that kind of behavior is is helpful. And people don't understand, I think, a lot of times that when somebody does that, something climbs up on the tower or the bridge or, you know, goes underneath or something. It isn't just that they're presenting a danger to themselves. If somebody has to rescue them, if they fall, if they
1: drop equipment you know there's lots of ways this can be a danger so yeah, absolutely absolutely you just don't mess with these bridges this is just i mean this is too important to our whole society here, and there's just too many threats out there. that you, We gotta take this stuff seriously. And so I wasn't opposed to adding in the other bridges. Again, I loved doing this just because I love the Mackinac Bridge. Even even now, every time my family and I go across the bridge, I tune into the, the little radio program that talks about the history of the bridge and how long it is and all these things, just because I love the bridge. And so, but once everybody said, no, John, we got a, we've got a problem with all these different key uh, bridges around the state. Let's fix it all one fell swoop. Well, we're excited about that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, with all the security threats out there, you got to take everyone seriously. So not only can bad things, really bad things happen, but even the cost of, of, and time invested in securing that bridge once there has been a threat. I mean, last, that bomb scare, the bridge was closed for like five hours on a busy summer weekend. You can't do that. I mean, that just think of the man hours wasted just because of that.
0: Yeah, that was really, really disturbing. And uh, yeah, I recall that day because it was a it was a weekend and I was getting texts from media all over the place. Oh, I'm sure you were. On. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So as it is now, it's a misdemeanor to trespass on these kinds of structures, which means really, you know, a slap on the wrist up to 30 right. days in jail, $250 fine. This would give you a potential penalty of up to four years in prison, and a fine of up to $2,500. So that, that taking it to the yeah. felony level definitely makes a difference.
1: It does, and we've heard that from prosecutors um, too up here that they needed stronger, they needed uh, stronger laws and stronger. Um Stronger incentives against doing this type of thing, so that they could do their job better. So I was more than happy to to make that happen. I mean, some people were saying, "Well, why should it be a felony? Just trespassing on a bridge." There is a lot of people at risk when this happens, and if something happens to that bridge, or something happens to people crossing that bridge, um, it's not a joke. This this is a serious crime, and we saw that even this winter. The, the threats aren't just from people. I mean. Um, You know, the bridge had to close down because of falling ice numerous times this winter. And I mean, there's just you don't play around on these structures. So I was really glad to make it a felony. Well, so
0: why do you think this is held up in the Senate? Why, Why
1: can't this just move? I'm given the popularity of it in the House. I have no idea, because who's against them protecting the Mackinac Bridge? I, I don't know if they have other priorities there. I know there were some last-minute sort of shenanigans when it was coming out of te- out of a committee trying to tie it to another piece of legislation that had absolutely nothing to do with protecting the bridge. And so I don't know, or if it's just their schedule. But I'm glad that the bridge issued this resolution today uh, calling upon the Senate, and I joined with them in that, that we need to take this up. This should be... A total no brainer It's not partisan, it's not right or left, it doesn't really cost anything. It's doing something wise and smart for our culture. This is the type of thing we should be doing in the legislature.
0: Well, the the Mackinac Bridge Authority touched on the other uh, bill that really doesn't have anything to do with this, but seems to somehow, uh, there there seem to be people that want to connect it, um, and it, it deals with a carve out for. Uh, agricultural business that wants to carry implements of hus- husbandry or wants to actually drive them across the bridge without going through the permit process and putting it on a on a flatbed trailer, which is the the process uh, everywhere. So I'm going to talk later with Shorty Gleason, the chairman of the Mackinac Bridge Authority, about the two bills and why they are supporting one um, very strongly, very aggressively, and why they see a lot of flaws in the other one. And we'll also talk about why he thought that this uh, this resolution was so important to to put their stamp of approval on House Bill 5315. What else would you want people to know about your bill and you know, why you're excited that, you know, waiting patiently, but still excited about getting over the finish line?
1: Well, you know, I mean, personally, it means something to me because my grandfather, who was the city manager in Traverse City, was at the dedication of, of that bridge. And I mean, so and to think that some 60 years later, 70 years later, um, his grandson could have a role in helping to protect that bridge i just think that's kind of neat i mean it means something to me here you're bringing up the other the other issue of the um agricultural use this has absolutely nothing to do with this bill if they want to go after something for some, i don't know even know much about what they're trying to propose there but it has nothing to do with it let's just pass this which is common sense that everybody agrees on and then d- if they want to do something else for another issue let them go do something else for another issue <laughs> let's just get this one done
0: yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's interesting too about your grandfather. You know, uh Bill Milliken Junior, who's uh member of yep. the Mackinac Bridge Authority, his his grandfather was actually uh one of the chief advocates back in the thirties for the bridge. So yeah. twenty years no, before
1: I know. And, and Bill Milken Jr. grew up with my dad, so they knew each other. And it was we were together on the bridge walk la- last year. It was sort of it's sort of fun reconnecting with all these people who've been around for so for so long there. And I know he was a, uh, a, 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 a his whole family has been a big part of this. So, yeah, you're going to do the bridge walk this year. Oh, you bet I am. I wouldn't miss it. We had so much fun. And it was funny because we started off with the governor and Wayne Schmidt and all of us started walking. The governor was going so fast, though, that after about 100 yards, they started said, you know what? We're done. We're going to walk. I have my son. (laughs) We're going to enjoy this. I remember,
0: yeah, your young son was there, but he seemed like he was having a lot of fun.
1: He was having a blast. He ran out. In fact, he's standing right here with me. He he remembers that too. He ran out right in front of the governor. Where is it? Get back here, Henry. Get back here, everybody. (laughs) That's such a. It's such a great tradition. I mean, and you really see the, the majesty of that bridge when you're walking uh, across it and you see the sunrise over there. It's just spectacular. Anybody it who is. hasn't it's done that needs to do it. So
0: I agree. I'm always trying to tell people they should do it. It's a great Michigan tradition.
1: It is. It's a great Michigan tradition. tradition. Well, thanks, yeah. Representative. I, I appreciate it. Good luck uh, uh,
0: pushing for this bill, and hopefully you'll get to be part of a signing soon.
1: Oh, absolutely. Let me know how I can help you guys out because, again, I think the work you do is tremendous and it's often a thankless job what you do around the state here. But um, keep me keep me posted on how, to, how I can help.
0: Yeah, okay. Thank you. Let's listen to this brief message and then I'll be back with Shorty Gleason, chairman of the Mackinac Bridge Authority. If you need to get out and stretch your legs, don't forget about the annual Mackinac Bridge Walk. Make your plans to attend the walk on Labor Day and take in some of the best views in the state of Michigan on the Mighty Mac. For more information, go to mackinawbridge.org slash walk. So Shorty Gleason is perhaps one of the longest serving Mackinac Bridge Authority members um, starting, gosh Shorty, when did you first get appointed to the authority?
2: Well, I believe it was the, uh, the beginning of 2005 is when I had the, the pleasure and the honor to serve on the Mackinac Bridge Authority.
0: So you've been on for 17 years, these last few years as chairman. For many, many years, everything was pretty routine. You talked about uh, revenues and you know whether we needed toll increases or not, and when it was time to put a new deck on, and uh, pretty much routine things that stayed out of the spotlight. These last few years, there's been... One thing after another with having to change the bridge walk, uh, you know, a tradition that dates back to the bridge's opening in 1957 and other issues of security, um, just all kinds of things that have been going on. And, and you've been a busy chairman. Before we get into this bill and, uh, and, you know, why you guys felt strongly enough to pass a resolution supporting legislation, which is something the Mackinac Bridge Authority has rarely done, about your, your history with the bridge and, you know, your dad is an iron worker. Well, uh, thank you. Uh,
2: Dad worked up there from uh, 1954 when the bridge, uh, the structural steel portion of the bridge started uh, right up to uh, just about when it opened on November 1st, 1957. So, And what's really unique, uh, Dad had such a love for the bridge, like any iron worker does, <laughs> that uh, he actually come up, or excuse me, came out of retirement in 1999 to return to work again for American Bridge uh, to do the traveler underneath the uh, Mackinac Bridge. So he uh, had a great uh, summer doing that, enjoyed every minute of it. It's, yeah. Uh, that bridge itself is, is really an engineering marvel and what an accomplishment uh, by the ironworkers to deliver that bridge on time and on budget uh, in some really adverse conditions up there on the Straits of Mackinac.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, classic example of one of the things that people said couldn't be done right yeah yeah and and you know if
2: you talk to the iron that uh built the bridge and when when that statement like that comes up they say well you should never tell an iron we can't build something
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know the the iconic nature i mean we 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 felt strongly enough to put it on our license plates um people come from all over the place uh, just to see it, not to mention its its importance <laughs> linking our two peninsulas. And, um, you know, I've seen the photos, I'm sure you have too, of of deer hunters, you know, backed up for miles waiting to get on a ferry. Um, I guess the deer in the UP were just that good. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, well, think, I guess
2: that's why we got our family deer camp the UP, just for that reason.
0: Yeah, and, and it probably dates back to when your relatives took ferries over, right? Yeah, dad and my uncles uh, waited in those uh, lives for quite some
2: time. In fact, in many cases, that was the highlight of their trip to uh, get out of their vehicles and, and speak and uh, develop relationships with other hunters
0: uh, waiting across cross as well. I know I have photos uh, in the 50s of my maternal grandparents from Battle Creek who drove up there and, and took photos of the bridge being built. Uh, they were just that that curious and that interested in it, and you can— Multiply that across the state; um, it really is still a marvel. So, talk about House Bill fifty three fifteen. Um, why you felt strongly enough to adopt a resolution? Because this thing has been languishing in the Senate after passing in the House ninety nine to six in early two thousand twenty two. In all your years lobbying, you know, for for building trades and you know, ar- arguing for people who who actually build things and you know make our state a better place. Have you ever seen something like this where a bill passed so overwhelmingly and then just sat in one chamber? no
2: it's 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 pretty remarkable uh, Jeff, if I may, I, I want to start out on behalf of mackinac bridge authority and and uh, say thank you to Representative De Moose on this bill, and it was because of his due diligence when uh, they were in the draft stages of fifty three fifteen. Uh, It was a really important discovery. It wasn't just the Mackinac Bridge that was left uh, unsecured with trespassers, uh, only being a misdemeanor, which is absolutely nothing. But it was discovered throughout the state of Michigan there were several key bridges. In fact, all the key bridges here in the state uh, were protected uh, with a strong felony trespassing charge, which obviously affects the security of these bridges. And just, uh, you know, start out with the Mackinac Bridge. You know, that was once the Milwaukee uh, Bridge, the Rouge River Bridge, the MacArthur. You know, then you, you have the international bridges like the Sioux, the Blue Water, the Ambassador, the Gordie Howe Bridges. And also this legislation was so well drafted by uh, Representative Moose, it even covers movable bridges for example, the the Basque bridges we have here in the state of Michigan, as well as that critical Holton Hancock lift bridge, up in the uh, Copper Harbor region. So, um, the representative DeMoose really, really did a good job. And you know, when you mention in today's times or any time when you have a strong bill like this that receives such good bipartisan support. To leave the Michigan House of Representatives 99 to six, I think that says everything of how good this bill is. And we have a lot of uh, faith and hope that the Senate will act on this as soon as they return from their recess. It's a very critical bill, and it includes so many very critical key uh, facilities, bridges throughout the state of Michigan. So hats off to Senator, or excuse me, Representative DeMoose for um, his leadership and and, uh, seeing that this bill got through the House and to the Senate the way it did.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you listed those other structures that are affected. Some perhaps not as as well known as the Mackinac Bridge. Everybody knows it, but you know people have a like a great deal of pride in the International Bridge and the Blue Water Bridge, both unique in construction and and in design. Same you could say for uh, certainly for the Zawaki Bridge and the Gordie Howe International Bridge you mentioned going up, which will be uh, a cable state bridge, which is uh, you know a beautiful uh, design and. Whether or not we can really draw a line to what kind of deterrent, knowing it is, uh, being able to post something that says, you know, trespassing is a felony. It means that the people that we're talking about uh, who who climbed the towers or otherwise accessed these structures in the past illegally, uh, you know, they might be in jail right now if if these had been felony charges. So I think uh, I think that it, it deserves a spotlight and hopefully it'll get that. Uh, you guys also, the you and your fellow authority members, uh, passed a, a motion on on some other legislation. Um, talk about that a little bit and why you felt strongly enough to pursue that. Well, the, the uh,
2: number one uh, importance of the Mackinac Bridge Authority is, is to ensure safe passage across the Mackinac Bridge. We're all motorists and also keeping in mind that these motorists quite often uh, are close to the maintenance crew that we have our, up there on the Mackinac Bridge. And like any request that ever comes before the MBA, you know, we always do our due diligence and we always act in good faith in making these uh, decisions on how it's going to affect the travel across the Mackinac Bridge. And working with the bridge director here, Ken Nowak, and the staff that their recommendation recommendation was that, you know, after we looked at everything and tried to modify these bills to where it would work on the Mackinac Bridge, uh, the special committee, which it consisted of Bill Milliken and Trish McKinley and myself, uh, we determined that there was no way that these bills could be modified to where we could ensure that it was safe passage for motorists. The structural integrity would not uh, be affect the bridge in any way, and it just wasn't feasible. and And that's why we took the action we did yesterday because we've really have been in opposition to these bills uh, since they were first introduced in the. State House, which was approximately two years ago.
0: Then, to be clear, um, what the the bridge administration and what the authority is saying is that we have a procedure. We have this for for all the state routes, all the federal aid highways. Which was a point that uh, former MDOT director and member of the M.B.A. Kirk Steidel made yesterday. Um, these are this is this is I seventy five we're talking about, and there oh, are, yeah. are there are rules and regulations. And asking for the per- proper permit process and to carry it on a on a flatbed trailer is not saying no. It's just saying that we have to to regulate this for reasons of safety and protection of the bridge and for other travelers. Exactly right, and that's been implemented from day
2: one on the bridge, and it's uh, it's always worked very very well, and it doesn't uh, jeopardize any travel on that bridge. It doesn't impede traffic on the bridge. And it's it's regulated with the uh, Michigan State Police for uh, extra wide loads or oversized loads uh, through the permitting process. It's worked very well from the uh, very first day on the Mackinac Bridge.
0: The the two have nothing to do with one another. One one bill deals with reclassifying oh. these as as. You know for a level of protection that you get with key facility status and, and that doesn't really have anything to do with the other um yet somehow they seem to have have been linked and this this uh as Rep. representative de moose talked about this earlier on the podcast that that seems to be part of the holdup and that's that's unfortunate well yeah there's absolutely no uh link to these bills whatsoever uh, you know it's they're two uh standalone
2: bills and uh one bill doesn't involve the other bill, but I, I hope, hopefully, the uh, Senate keys in uh, real quick on House Bill fifty three fifteen, which is the key facility bill for security of these critical uh, bridges throughout the state of Michigan.
0: Yeah, there aren't a lot of session days left this year, but uh, yeah, let's hope that it, it gets some priority soon. Is is there anything else you want to say, Shorty, about uh, House you know, Bill fifty three fifteen? Yeah, you know, our uh,
2: mission is to uphold the uh, safe travel across that Mackinac Bridge for all motorists and the the structural integrity of that bridge to ensure it's always there. And uh, if there's one good thing I can say about the bill itself right now is that, you know, we, the Mackinac Bridge Authority has done everything in our power uh, to make sure that the Mackinac Bridge is protected. And and we've done this with a good work relationship that we've had with uh, Representative DeMoose. So I, I guess uh, I'd be absolutely shocked if the Senate didn't pass these bills because it's a lot more than just the Mackinac Bridge. It's key facilities throughout the state of Michigan that have to be uh, protected. And we can't allow people just to start climbing around uh, for many, many reasons, but security more than anything.
0: Yeah, well, well said, Shorty. Well, thank you for taking time to help explain this and for your um, service on the Mackinac Bridge Authority. Uh, it's like I said earlier; it's been a, it's been a really busy time. Uh, you take these last three or four years out of the entire sixty-seven year history of the bridge, and it's—I uh, don't think there was ever anything like it. So. Uh, I appreciate your your quiet and thoughtful leadership. Well, thank you. I've enjoyed every minute of it. It's been a wonderful, wonderful experience. Thank you again for listening to this week's edition of the Talking Michigan Transportation podcast. I would like to thank Randy Doubler and Corey Peedy for engineering this week's podcast. To subscribe to show notes and more, go to Apple Podcasts and search for Talking Michigan Transportation.